Okay, podcast going. Rolling, rolling, rolling. Keep them doggies rolling. Video going. Alright, hey guys, welcome once again, my friends, to the show that never ends. This is Americana, the American way. I am Big John in the low light, if you're watching on video. So today, the... evidentiary portion of the Kyle Rittenhouse case closed. We'll get to that. Get the highlights and low lights and whatever lights. Um, my name is Big John. You can find me on social media on Twitter at the real underscore Big John. You can find me on Rumble, Americana, The American Way. You can find me on Parlor at The Real Big John, all one word. So, let's just dive right into this. I have a little clip later to play for you. Just want to finish making a note before I start. Okay, so the day started with a witness for the defense. Uh, he is an expert on video. He was basically analyzing videos at full speed where the prosecution had been taking videos frame by frame the other day and asking Rittenhouse well what were you thinking uh, in between shots one and shots two at Mr. Rosenbaum and Kyle just kept saying I had to stop him from coming at me I wanted him to stop trying to attack me uh, this was the second time that Kyle Rittenhouse broke down crying on the stand saying, you know, I didn't mean to kill anyone, I didn't want to kill anyone. Uh, this is after his severe anxiety attack when he was being questioned by his own uh, defense attorney. And so, let's not get too into the, the crying and the anxiety attack. We can talk about that later. Uh, so the video can show what happened but it cannot tell us what people were, what people in the video were thinking, seeing their intentions and observing at the time. This is a paraphrasing the defense's video expert, Dr. Black, as he is known. Let's see if. Yeah, sorry about that on the video, guys. I was trying to clear, get a little less fuzzy. Uh, so, Dr. Black testified for the defense that 
video can show us what happened but not tell us what people in the video were thinking seeing what their intentions were or what they were observing during the video he did this demonstration where he took his glasses off and he said uh, I want you to look at a particular spot on the court recorder's desk and now I also want you to look at my glasses and I want you to tell me while still focusing on the desk and looking at my glasses at the same time when do I drop my glasses of course he didn't drop them as good as I did but <laughs> he he basically made his glasses drop but kept them in his hand <laughs> a trick I cannot pull off so the point is every juror was focused on the desk but they were also looking at the glasses and there each one is going to observe that differently so in real life we don't know what Kyle Rittenhouse was observing we don't know what Mr. Rosenbaum was observing or how they saw things we just see Kyle shoot him four times um, and unfortunately Mr. Rosenbaum dies the defense or the prosecution pardon me makes it seem like uh, because they slowed these videos down at half speed at three-quarter speed frame by frame that Kyle had minutes Hold on, I'm relighting my stogie. Get this good and stoking. Okay. So, the defense may have spent 20 minutes showing the jury a video frame by frame. And asking Kyle after each time he fired a shot at Mr. Rosenbaum, well, what what were you thinking after this shot? And the jury thinks, man, you know, this kid had, you know, minutes in between shots. So when Dr. Black testified today, he said that in between uh, Kyle's first and second shot, there was something like. 0.23 seconds went by. That's a quarter of a second-ish. The total time that went by between the first shot and the fourth shot, and this is damn good shooting, cop. This is like good trigger finger. Um, I should say a fast trigger finger. The entire time that went by from shot one to shot four was point seven three nine seconds so approximately three quarters of one second 
it took him to squeeze off four four shots. Bang, 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 bang. As fast as I'm moving my little finger there. I'm not, my finger's evidently not as fast as Kyle's. But that's what the video showed, and that's what this Dr. Black is an expert in. So Kyle was reacting in fear because Mr. Rosenbaum had been chasing him, had threatened to kill him and other people if he got them alone. He grabbed at Kyle's gun when Kyle pointed it at him to try and get him to stop. And Kyle repeatedly testified, if he grabbed my gun and took it from me, he would have killed me. And the prosecution's only rebuttal to that was, well, you, you fired four shots. What were you thinking in between the four shots? How much can you think in 2.3 seconds? Or 0.23 seconds, pardon me, a quarter of a second three quarters of one second total. Furthermore, the strap is holding the gun from falling off of Kyle's body. There's nothing to say a person grabbing the gun and pulling it off couldn't pull the strap over Kyle's shoulder and head and take the gun from him. This Rosenbaum was a, a short fellow, but you could tell he was a strong fellow for his size. He he was not small. In fact, I thought he was taller than what one of the witnesses claimed. Uh, one of the witnesses claimed he's approximately five foot four. I forget what the uh, coroner said his official height and weight were, but he was seemed like a fairly stocky little bully. And so that's the shooting of Mr. Rook. Rosenbaum as my dog scratches herself like thumper rabbit on the floor out there uh, the prosecutor asked the witness how much he was being paid basically attacking his credibility well I'm sure experts get paid all the time to, by defense attorneys and probably prosecuting attorneys the prosecutors had their own video analyst in the courtroom who worked for the uh, local sheriff or local prosecutor's office never did the defense question his salary so the prosecution had a paid expert the defense had a paid expert <clears throat> uh, the def another defense witness drew who is a videographer uh, and internet commentator for a, a right-wing uh, news source, we'll say. Uh, he said Rosenbaum was leading the rioters, uh, agitating them at the people with rifles uh, because the people with rifles, including Kyle Rittenhouse, put out a dumpster fire uh, and Mr. Rosenbaum, he said he and others were pushing the flaming dumpster towards a gas station. Gas stations have gasoline fumes. Gasoline fumes are what catch on fire 
and explode, in case you didn't know that. The prosecution tried to attack his credibility as well, uh, tried to attack the credibility of Drew's video footage by saying he doesn't like Black Lives Matter and Antifa. He's from a conservative alternate media source. Uh, the judge then admonished the prosecutors, this time in front of the jury. Um, it said, for reminding a witness they are under oath, which infers the witness witnesses are being dishonest. And the judge told the prosecutor that that is not allowed in court, it's illegal and that the prosecutor had done it several times, and he needs to stop doing it. So, uh, this prosecutor and his shark boy haircut, uh, he just comes across as an arrogant, pompous dickhead. Um, the witness drew from, his name is Drew, from the right-wing blog isn't dealing with or putting up with shark boy hair's intimidation. Uh, his name is Drew Hernandez, by the way. Now I see that in my notes. Uh, basically, this um, prosecutor, uh, Binger, or Binger, I pronounce it Binger, B-I-N-G-E-R. I guess it's pronounced Binger. Uh, he's just a pompous, very arrogant, very I'm better than you, uh, nasty with people while he's questioning them. He's even gotten snarky with the judge, and the judge reprimanded him for that. Um, prosecutor Sharkboy argues with Drew Hernandez what the word apparently means. Because uh, Hernandez, I guess, put on social media that Kyle Rittenhouse was apparently defending himself. And... The prosecutor left out the word apparently, and so Drew Hernandez closed the debate with saying, well, that's what apparently means. Yeah, I think the prosecutor said, well, is that, is that what you were, you mean you thought he was defending himself? And uh, Drew Hernandez said, well, isn't that what apparently means? So... Uh, the prosecution wants more time to obtain witnesses that Rittenhouse was not issued a bulletproof vest by the uh, local police department. Apparently at some time or another, Kyle said he was, uh, he didn't say it during the trial, because I've been wa I watched all of his testimony, but uh, at some point he must have told somebody he was issued um uh, a bulletproof vest by the police department where he was a cadet. Now, maybe one of the policemen gave him the vest, and Kyle considered that being issued one. I don't know. He does seem to, Kyle did seem to have uh, a lot of issues with thinking being a police cadet was going to lead to him being a policeman. Uh, he was under, he had told people, yeah, I'm an EMT because he's an EMT cadet. 
Um, I don't even know if you know using the word issue is right there. He's 17, so the, his way of thinking is obviously different. And a lot of people that are, you know, trained in first aid, CPR, uh, AED, that's the elect, I don't even know what the AED initials stand for, and I've been trained on them. Uh, but that's the uh, portable cardio uh, defibrillator that you see maybe hanging in a shopping mall or police carry them in their cruisers sometimes. It's the portable de device to re-shock your heart back into rhythm. Uh, and so Kyle may have felt that he was, uh, he had been through EMT training, so he was an EMT. He never at any point said that he was a police officer during that time, other than saying he had been issued a vest, a bulletproof vest by the police. They also want to attain, uh, get witnesses that prove Kyle Rittenhouse is not attending Arizona State University as he claims. He did say that he was... Uh, attending nursing school at Arizona State, and I believe he said online. Now, the defense offered that they could access Kyle's student portal and prove that he was a registered student at Arizona State. Uh, the judge said, well, you know, they're allowed to, you know, call their witness if they want to, and you can uh, question the what the witness. Um, this is all character assassination. That's their only hope for the revolting blob and shark boy haircut guy to get Kyle Rittenhouse on anything. Is to assassinate his character, the character of his witnesses, etc., etc. Uh, the person bringing up the uh, witness that Kyle was not issued a vest by the police department in Antioch, Illinois, and that he was not a registered student at Arizona State were the revolting blobs questions. Uh, the prosecution wants to submit more charges. I talked about this yesterday. When they go for the top charge of murder, all other charges below that can apply. And they said that, you know, they want to go for uh, charges, uh, other lesser charges under the murder charge and have those tacked on. So if the jury should find him not guilty of murder they can the judge has to instruct the jury you can find him guilty of the lower charge and I think he should be not guilty on all charges except for possibly uh, being a 17 year old and possessing a long rifle and that alone could get him nine months in jail but and he shouldn't serve any time in jail, in my opinion. But if he did break that law on a uh, 
juvenile possessing a long rifle, he should be found guilty of that. Um, he did not carry this rifle across state lines, which is another charge. Uh, it was purchased for him by a friend who is 18, and it was kept at the friend's house with the agreement Kyle could use the gun for target practice. And, and on this night, uh, his friend told him, go get your AR-15 out of my dad's safe. Dad has a gun safe, apparently. Uh, the state wants two hours for their primary closing argument and 30 minutes for rebuttal. The judge insisted on an hour and a half total, but the state said they want to show videos during their videos that have already been seen, probably, but they want to show videos during their um, closing arguments. So the judge said, I'll give you your two hours and you'll have 30 minutes for rebuttal, but don't be surprised if I cut you off mid-sentence. I've done it before. Uh, the defense said we'll go along with whatever time frame the judge requests. So the defense got their way in this one. Uh, an interesting thing is these charges were brought against Kyle 48 hours after this incident happened. Murder charges, which are big, 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 big. This was in the post-George Floyd riots, George Floyd overdose in the police custody. This was, uh, these riots were sparked by the shooting of Jacob Blake, who was uh, grabbing for a knife out of his car he beat up a couple officers, and he was trying to take his kids away from his girlfriend's house, which he, uh, I don't think, had the, the parental rights to do. And he was trying to steal the girlfriend's car, by the way. But that didn't come out till later, and the media spun that one as, police shoot unarmed black man in the, this very DA's office put out edited video where all you saw were the police officers shooting Jacob Blake when he appears to be unarmed. They leave out all of the, he wasn't supposed to be at the girlfriend's house because of a protective order. This district attorney's office left out uh, the fact that Jacob Blake was reaching into his car to get a knife to stab the officers who he had just wrestled with on the ground and won the wrestling match. But nonetheless, uh, at this point, evidence is closed. The judge gave the jury Friday, Saturday, and Sunday off. They reconvene on Monday, which that gives the jury time to see, hear, and watch a lot in the news about this trial. I'll get to that in a second. They. They will see a lot on social media about this trial over the next three days. There are 18 jurors total at this time. They will draw names from uh, a bin to select the 12 jurors who go into deliberation. This is going to come down to the media convicting 
Kyle Rittenhouse in the jury's eyes over the next 72 hours and in the court of public opinion. I've seen headlines today of... I got them here. I got to pull them up. Things like Kyle Rittenhouse was an active shooter. Uh, headline, this made news, LeBron James, the, the guy who knows how the police are supposed to do their jobs, and I guess is expert of everything. Uh, LeBron James said Kyle Rittenhouse should knock it off after the teen cried during his murder trial. He didn't just cry. He had a severe anxiety attack, LeBron. You are not Michael Jordan, you little bitch. Although you were nice to me when I met you at the Summit County Courthouse. Uh, USA Today says, headline says, How not to be a good judge. Kyle Rittenhouse judge draws backlash with Asian food joke. Uh, he said that he hoped that their Chinese food or whatever they ordered for lunch was not stuck on one of the boats in the, whatever it was, San Francisco Harbor Bay. Uh, I just thought that was a corny, like, dad joke. Uh, I mean, there is a lot of Chinese products stuck on cargo ships out there on the bay. Um, they were, it was just a joke. I mean, get over it. It wasn't racist. It wasn't derogatory towards Asian people. If anything, it's derogatory for the COVID virus for holding up our uh, shipping and Joe Biden for doing a crappy job of managing the country. Um, so the defense and the TV talking heads keep trying to say uh, Kyle had no business in Kenosha. He calls, Kyle Rittenhouse calls this his community and he shouldn't do that. He did not have residency there. And the uh, shark boy haircut guy, uh, prosecutor, kept bringing up, uh, Kyle, you don't live there. What is your physical address? Where are you from? Oh, you're from Antioch, Illinois. You have no ties to Kenosha. This isn't your community. And he said, you know, I have friends that live here. He said, well, a lot of people have friends here. Uh, then Kyle said, yeah, but my dad lives here, and I spend time at my dad's house. I'm a lifeguard at the local swimming pool. Kyle Rittenhouse is part of the Kenosha community. So pitiful. Let me play for you a couple sound bites from what the media talking heads are talking their heads off about. These bastards. To defend the actions of a 17 year old man who killed two protesters, one of which was armed with a skateboard. Um, and the last time I checked, I don't think a skateboard could kill someone. A 17 year old. If 
you smack somebody in the head with a piece of wood that has a metal rack holding hard plastic wheels on it, uh, that could be lethal depending on where you hit them in the head and who's doing the swinging. I talked about this yesterday. I fight Bruce Lee, I'm getting my butt whooped. I fight Mike Tyson, even in his advanced age, he's like 10 years older than me, I'm getting beat up. Don't matter that he's half my size. Your old kid from out of state, a boy from out of state, drives up to the state with an AR-15. Here's this, again, this is uh, uh, Morning Joe, Joe Scarborough. Out of state boy, drives up state. He lived 20 minutes from Kenosha across the state line, and he did not bring the AR-15 with him. They don't even know what they're talking about. Around his neck, I mean, shoots right and kills yeah. a couple of people, uh, shooting wildly, running around, uh, acting like uh, a cop. And it's not good that a 17-year-old... He was not running around acting like a cop. He was running from people. He was running away. <coughs> it is so clear that he was running from these people, that Ray Charles could see it, and Stevie don't have to wonder, as Brandon Tatum would say. Jelanti, arguably a domestic terrorist, picked up a rifle, drove to a different state to shoot What's people. His name, this guy? So the media continue... Uh, help. Here, let's play that one back. Vigilante, domestic terrorist. He was not... The definition of terrorism is to use fear of violence to achieve a political goal. What political goal was Kyle Rittenhouse trying to achieve that night? The exact opposite is true of the people that were trying to kill Kyle Rittenhouse. They started these riots in response to a police shooting. They wanted to intimidate jurors at the George Floyd trials, they wanted to change the policy of, uh, of police towards black citizens, and they were using violence to achieve that goal. Now, I, if you think there's a problem with the way the police treat African Americans, you have a mayor and a city council to go to, and they have elections. If you don't like the policy of your city council, your mayor, you don't burn down the city. You burn up the ballots at the election with your pen or whatever, your crayon, however you mark ballots in your area. And I don't mean light the ballots on fire. I mean, you go like hell to the polls and you vote those people out of office. I did it in my town. I didn't like the way the town was being run, so I put my money where my mouth was and ran for public office and made changes in my town. I didn't attack a 17-year-old kid with a, uh, by hitting him with a skateboard. I didn't run up 
to him with my Glock 2740 caliber, like Gage Grossenkrutz, expert of everything, man of mystery, man of all trades. No. I did the right thing. I did the patriotic thing. I did the American thing and got involved in government and made changes. Uh, the media continued to defend the actions of a 17-year-old man who killed two protesters, one of which was armed with a skateboard. Um, and the last time I checked, I don't think a skateboard could kill someone. A 17-year-old kid from out of state, a boy from out of state, drives up to the state with an AR-15 around his neck, I mean, shoots right and kills yeah. a couple of people, uh, shooting wildly, running around, uh, acting like uh, rent-a-cop. And it's not good that a 17-year-old vigilante, arguably a domestic terrorist, picked up a rifle, drove to a different oh, state to shoot what's people. His name, this guy? So the media continued... Uh, Hellman. Uh, the, yeah. the media continued... To, uh, to, I mean, basically, bask in glory, I guess, is uh, one of these things. Um. Okay. Dana Prina bumbled her words. I was trying to let her get her comment in. Oh, well. But this is what the jury is going to hear all weekend, are these outlandish claims about Kyle Rittenhouse. Now, hopefully, they remember what they heard in court and they do a My Cousin Vinny and go, everything that guy just said was bullshit. Thank you. <laughs> Good movie, My Cousin Vinny. Ralph Macchio and Joe Pesci at their best. <laughs> or maybe not. So, the media's trying to convict him in the court of public opinion. They're nitpicking over the ringtone on the judge's phone which is God Bless America, which uh, Trump used in his campaign. So automatically, because that song was played at Trump rallies, but it's liked by a lot of people, uh, because that's his ringtone. You pick your ringtone because you like the sound of it. My ringtone is uh, the Chicago Bulls entrance music from the 90s. Uh, I just like the, the song. It reminds me of Michael and Scotty. <laughs> uh, but that's how you pick your ringtone. And the judge forgot to turn his phone to silent one day, and it went off uh, at the beginning of a uh, session of court. Luckily, it wasn't during the middle of someone's testimony, but unluckily... It gives the media another reason to call him a white supremacist because he had a song that, praising the United States of America and asking God to bless the U.S. of A. They nitpicked his choice of ties. Today was Veterans Day, and he had a tie on that had little tiny American flags all over it. Oh, he's a... Uh, 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 white supremacist, pro-American, son of a gun. He asked, are there any veterans in the court today? And when someone raised their hand or said yes, he said, he gave, said let's give them a round of applause, and everyone in the court applauded the veteran. That happens all the time on Veterans Day. 
sometimes it happens at events that uh, are not vet on Veterans Day. And, you know, this is like what the media is trying to nitpick. You're now a white supremacist if you thank a veteran on Veterans Day. Come on. You're a bad judge because you thank a veteran on Veterans Day in your courtroom? Come on. Unbelievable the lengths they're going to to convict this Rittenhouse. They keep bringing up the... Um, the AR-15. You had an AR-15. You had an AR-15. You were carrying an AR-15. And Kyle said, I bought it just because it looked cool. My first choice was a shotgun, but the store we were at didn't have shotguns in stock. So we got the AR-15 because my friend had one and I wanted one. Proof that he's just a 17-year-old kid being a 17-year-old kid. But, you know, the, the AR-15 is the official assault, official, pardon me, rifle of Satan. So we have to convict the AR-15 and anyone who keeps one for self-defense or hunting or target practice. Funny, one of the uh, witnesses who was rather cordial with shark boy haircut guy, uh, prosecutor shark boy haircut, pardon me. Uh, she said she fires AR-15s. Why didn't shark boy haircut prosecutor attack her? The world will never know. And she was rather stunning too. I wrote her name down. Uh, Brittany something. Let's look. Her shits and giggles. Brittany Bray. You know, I have a friend named Tommy Bray who joined the Air Force and moved. I'm wondering maybe if she's related to him because Tommy moved to Wisconsin, I think. Maybe it's his wife. Good job, Tommy, if that's your wife. Um, anyway, I like the ladies. I told you people that before. Let me get my podcast back up here so I make sure it's still recording lost track of my thoughts got so wrapped up in this this poor innocent kid that might go to prison I think a minimum nine months but I I'm afraid with all this the media and social media and pressure from uh, Gage Grosskreutz friends in the People's Revolution the pressure from George Floyd's brother who said, we have cameras in the courtroom, we know who everyone in that courtroom is. Black Lives Matter, Antifa riots. I'm just afraid of what these jurors are going to do under that pressure. Um, so the jury has all weekend to listen to these, the media, watch the news, read the papers, see social media. Uh, the judge instructed them not to watch anything in the news or uh, on social media about this trial. But come on, they're human. They're going to. He told them not to discuss it amongst themselves repeatedly. Don't discuss the, tr the trial amongst yourselves. Do not 
discuss it with any family members, even close family members, friends, not even closest friends, but they're human. It's going to happen. Yeah, it's going to happen. Uh, this prosecutor, the one that I ref uh, his name is Thomas Binger, B-I-N-G-E-R. Uh, the one I refer to as Shark Boy Haircut Guy. Um, he has run for district attorney in the past. And what better way to advance your political career than to take a case like this and win it? And maybe that's why he's, he's playing win at all costs. Why he's argumentative and badgering witnesses. He's on TV, he's on social media, he's on YouTube. Live streams of this trial are going on all over the place. And he is playing to the cameras, trying to get more famous. Maybe someday, if he, if he brings in the big one, if he convicts this vigilante teen white supremacist carrying Satan's rifle... He will be district attorney. And who knows, it could launch him all the way to attorney general of these United States with his shark boy haircut. I hope not. I hope we don't have an arrogant, pompous little man prick like this uh, ever as our attorney general. I hope he doesn't make it any further. I hope he gets Lou Gehrig's disease the way he's been acting he's a, he's a jerk him and the revolting blob I don't know what the revolting blob's uh, actual name is but the other prosecuting attorney on this tri tried like the Dickens to bully and intimidate and push around a guy who uh, some folks think has autism let me tell you something autistic people people like with Asperger's they're smarter than us they have really high IQs they just have a, a few little quirks but this uh, I have his name written down too Nathan uh, De Bruin he picked apart the revolting blob during his testimony and the angrier and more confrontational and more argumentative the revolting blob got trying to rattle this guy the more he stood his ground and the tougher he got never I'll shake my cigar at you revolting blob never underestimate the powers of the handicap they are special you revolting blob and shark boy haircut guy, you guys are the R words. An R word, I mean R E T A R D S. People with Downs, all uh, autism, they're special, man. And if the, this Nathan w was on the autism spectrum and the revolting blob was trying to bully him, you got punked by somebody who's far more special and far smarter than you. 
and I hope this uh, boy is found not guilty on all charges and that these detriments the United States legal system prosecutors get put in their place that's all I have to say about that as Forrest Gump would say that's all I have to say about that Janay I love you and I don't know anybody named Jenny and I don't love anyone named Jenny but if I did I'd love her I love everybody. Even Shark Boy Haircut and the Revolting Blob. Um, we're all God's people, so let me close as I always say pray for one another. God bless y'all. Till next time. Nanu, Nanu. This is Mork from Ork signing off. <laughs> now, it's Big John on Americana, the American way. Thank you. Take it easy. God bless y'all.